In order to best help people's reentry process, we need to listen to those who have been through it. Some of the guys have spent a lot of time thinking about ways to improve the reentry process, and this is where Raymond's idea comes in. I wanted to start my own reentry network, and I thought that I would be able to tap into certain resources, but they weren't there. I didn't talk to a congressman, I talked to a state senator, I talked to many other people, and they don't have the direct line to where the funding is at to get something started for a project that is so important. I haven't talked to maybe the right people to get this idea out about having a space for people when they come home in Indianapolis, at least a 90-day almost incubator where they don't have to necessarily go home. They, they may have a place to go, but they may not be able to transition into that environment smoothly because mm -hmm. of, you know, certain norms and stuff that are already, you know, modified out here on the street that a guy that's coming from prison, he would have to adjust to that, you know, coming home, you know, especially to, you know, family members that you haven't seen in 30 years, you know, so you, you know, you don't really know what to expect. But if you're able to go to a facility that creates that change uh, for you, that creates that smooth transition, this is my idea of a successful reentry. You being able to get into a space and operate for at least a 30 to 60 day or 90 day window, whatever that is that you need in order to get, you know, go visit your people before you move in with your people. Although he couldn't find support in the government, he was able to find support in Sam Burgett, a recent graduate from Valparaiso University, passionate about this work and willing to work with him from the outside. And so Sam was working the streets. I was still incarcerated, so I was, I was still giving her ideas and she would take those ideas and run with them. I introduced her to a number of individuals that I was in contact with who had a successful reentry already. Those individuals ended up becoming prominent people around her to support her in the efforts to get things going in a city where I'm from, which is Gary, Indiana. Sam being a single white female, she's able to get in places that a lot of us can't get in. And she ended up landing two houses and putting the work in and getting galvanizing the community and the effort to make it visual so people can have and see something that's real. This came about as an idea. You know, this reentry thing started off as something really, really cool. It was an idea that a lot of us had. Like, if, if you can change one thing, what would it be? And we came up with this idea to change the way that reentry would be perceived, the way that prisoners would be perceived. And so that morphed into We Are One, Community Change Center. Sam, what's the That's what Sam runs, the nonprofit. Oh, Sam's my girl. Yeah. Hey, now, look, now, now, now let me talk about Sam. My name is Sam Burgett, and I'm the founder and director of the Community Change Center. Started in 2018, the Community Change Center is an organization based in northwestern Indiana that provides reentry services to individuals during and after their incarceration. They use a restorative justice framework to create community-centered services for those currently incarcerated, previously incarcerated, and or experiencing homelessness. In 2019, it was officially rolled into a nonprofit to be able to fund more resources to fit the need. They're able to offer community-based transitional living, adult education, mentoring, case management, and community meals to anybody in the area. Currently, they run a reentry book club in Westville. One of my favorite aspects of the group and what differentiates us from most other reentry style groups is that we aren't just working with individuals while they're behind bars. We operate full circle, encouraging our members to stay connected once they are released and empowering them to eventually become a support for the next person reintegrating back into the community. 
Utilizing space from a local church, Sam also started the Unity Cafe, a community center in Valparaiso, Indiana that provides bi-weekly services like free meals, support groups, etc. This is where Jerome and Chris got to perform. The Community Change Center partnered with the South Bend Work Release Program for Haven of Hope Reentry Housing, a work project that renovated two halfway houses in Gary, Indiana. Many of the men in the Work Release Center have voluntarily helped lay flooring, hang drywall, and have completed a substantial portion of the rehabilitation of the reentry housing. This is where most of the guys in the series spent time together, many of whom participated in the Community Change Center's reentry book club in Westville. Whether through the reentry group in Westville or through South Bend Work Release, connecting with Community Change Center at any point of incarceration helps men form and maintain community after they leave correctional facilities. They help foster long-lasting relationships and a network of supportive individuals committed to easing their transition from prison. During and after I've been uh, a part of, of it, you know, mm-hmm. out here now, that's what we're up to, you know, the community reentry, um, that whole aspect. It's just a good program, and I see the vision. I just, you know, mm-hmm. I have no problem with being involved. What she's doing is powerful out here, so that's why I don't mind coming out here every other Sunday or whenever it is. And say, I'm free, I'm outside. Like, mm-hmm. They stay involved with the Community Change Center for a reason. They believe in the mission. Making re-entering society easier for other men is rewarding to them. They're able to give back to the community, the community being those who have gone through, are going through, or will go through the re-entry process. It's just powerful. It's not just good for the guys getting out. It's powerful because mm-hmm. like this might hold, uh, this room holds four people, this whole room holds four. It's like, but you don't know who that person is going to reach. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what that does for a person who has somewhere to go now. Mm-hmm. That's why it's powerful. It's not just, oh, it's good that somebody's doing for it. It's like, no, nah, like, I know those people, even mm-hmm. if I don't know those people. Yeah. My head hit the pillow in the cell just like theirs did. Yeah. However long they did, yeah. you know, to be able to have somewhere to go when you get home. Like, that's one thing where you're like, okay. And then she probably know people that can help get a job. Like, okay, that's another mm-hmm. that's another burden that you don't have mm-hmm. to you know concern yourself with. I think that that shows that people caring, and the more that you can show people care, the more that you know that'll spread, and then hopefully it'll spread, and we get to the right people where we can get the real funding that we need to really make some real and true mm-hmm. um, beneficial changes. So not only mm-hmm. for us as getting out, but for people to stop them from coming and stuff like that mm-hmm. as well. So. We need people supporting this work that aren't just those who have been a direct part of the reentry process. And those kinds of passionate people are out there. The Community Change Center did a lot for me in terms of helping me to understand that there are going to be people out here, grassroots people, trying to do things for others that are not in the position to help themselves, but actually want to see somebody have a um, smooth transition. You know, just giving somebody a a second chance, a real actual second chance and a fair shot. Just as many of our guys say that the group provides them with a glimmer of hope during a dark time, the opportunity to be involved with the group provides me with a sense of connection and inspiration that I have yet to find anywhere else. Currently, the Community Change Center runs exclusively on volunteers, which limits the scope of services. So anybody working support groups, anybody supplying food, anybody providing transportation, case management, all of that is done for free. So I'm Lily, and I was able to talk to the guys and get this audio as part of my senior thesis at Valparaiso University. I was studying reentry resources in the Northwest Indiana area. Shortly after this, my social action leadership team at Valpo chose the Community Change Center for its World Relief Campaign. And so I'm excited to be able to use this audio as part of the fundraising efforts for our World Relief Campaign. 
The Social Action Leadership Team at Valparaiso University hosts a fundraiser every spring semester called the World Relief Campaign. SALT's campaign, Redefining Reentry, Opportunities for Redemption, is working to raise $25,000 in an effort to fund a full year of programming at the Community Change Center. With this funding, the Community Change Center will be able to take on their first paid employee. They're planning to get a part-time project manager who can help oversee all the services and projects so that other employees can look for sustainable forms of funding, like government grants. Also under the funding, the Community Change Center will be able to hire two housing managers. So these will be guys that are also looking for housing post-incarceration who can manage the transitional houses in Gary, Indiana. With housing managers, the Community Change Center can begin housing other individuals experiencing housing instability. During residents' time there, they receive access to case management, which allows them to obtain meaningful employment, education, insurance, and other necessities to assist them in becoming contributing members of society. With grassroots groups working to alleviate the prison reentry process, it's important to remember to listen to what returning citizens have to say about what they need. I still think that there's a lot of room for improvement, you know, mm -hmm. and that comes from talking to a lot of the guys, mm -hmm. like myself and other guys, to see what's going on, mm -hmm. how can you can improve on what's going on. And when you do choose a staff, you know, let us join in the process so we know that we're getting the right people in place mm -hmm. to help move forward what they're trying to do. When I talked to the guys, I asked them what the reentry process would look like in a perfect world. Man, I, I would, I have my own home. I have, mm -hmm. you know, a nice paying job that's like a career where I'm getting salary, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the whole white picket fences and, mm -hmm. you know, all that, you know, in the perfect world. But you know, it's a far cry from that. It would be a celebration for me, like a parade, like, hey, man, this... Even these people now that don't necessarily want to mob my sentence or do whatever when I've done everything on record, you look and be like, there's no reason. This person should still yeah, be locked yeah. up. I'm not mad at them. Mm -hmm. Like, they got a job to lock people, mm -hmm. quote unquote, like me up, mm -hmm. you know? But it's like, I'm coming home regardless. Yeah. Like, the programs and other things that you, you should be making sure that I'm, quote unquote, rehabilitated. Mm -hmm. Fortunately enough, Raymond was able to experience that when he was released. I was very humble to be home. Seeing um, the downtown, I was greeted by strangers that didn't know me, but they, you know, seeing the, like the building where I was coming into and coming out of, I literally had people say, welcome home. So that, that felt pretty good. All communities need to become more aware of reentry issues. Despite the attitudes of corrections, offenders are not society's waste. They're valued citizens with untapped potential. We have the opportunity to be a source of kindness during a time when individuals are beat down day after day. And the concept of being someone's first phone call when they are released from prison and feel that the world is crashing down around them is never lost on me. The Community Change Center, it was, it was motivating me from the inside because I knew it was some people out there that were diligently working and pursuing opportunities, opening up opportunities for others. And I benefited from that, I would say that spirit. I benefited from that spirit of community, seeing people work on the streets toward a goal to help people that are coming home, perfect strangers, people that you, that you don't even know. In order to reform the reentry process, we need to build support outside of the correctional system, like Sam and Raymond and the restorative framework with the Community Change Center. You can support the Community Change Center by donating to the 2023 World Relief Campaign and help reach their $25,000 goal at www.worldreliefcampaign.org. You can also go to their website at www.communitychangecenter.org. 
please reach out if you would like to help us continue to offer second chances in our community. With proper care, attention, and funding, areas with large populations of returning citizens can look forward to the rehabilitation and homecoming of their neighbors. This is Voices of Reentry. Narrated by Lillian Gramza, produced by Julia Martin, music by Blue Dot Sessions, cover art by Kylie Kowalski, special thanks to Sam Burgett, the Community Change Center, and Valparaiso University's Social Action Leadership Team. And Andre, Chris, Haji, Jason, Jerome, and Raymond, thank you.